everyone. Welcome to Nobody Listens to David. We're on episode eight. Happy Pride Month to everybody. I'm here with, of course, the lovely Isis. Hi. Producer Alfred. Hello, everyone. And the makeup artist himself, my son, Justice. Hello. Nervous? Not really. Okay, good. How's everybody spending Pride Month so far? Pridefully. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at a few words again. How about you? Pridefully, too. Pridefully. It's colorful. Going to work trainings. Oh, there you go. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I went to see Godzilla. I did, too. Yeah? And I went to see Ma. How'd you like it? Godzilla was awesome. Ma, it's good, but it's like a... Like, you don't have to watch it right away. You can wait. It's not like, oh, my gosh, like, life or death. Okay, I'm glad I didn't go then. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yes, he chose to watch uh, Coraline at home on uh-huh. Netflix. Oh, I love Coraline. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, his, who's your favorite characters? The two old ladies. Yeah. Their hair was inspired. <laughs> <laughs> the two old ladies. What are their names? April and Muriel. Muriel. <laughs> Alfred's lost. He has this look like I've never even seen that movie. And I own it, but I've never watched it. No, yeah. you need to watch it. It's so good. It's oh. funny. I own it because it came with like purple three D glasses. And oh my gosh! I just never opened it. You just wanted it for the glasses. No, I never opened. I never opened it. It was a gift. Oh, oh. Okay. You should watch it. I recommend it. Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. I recommend Godzilla. If anybody hasn't seen Godzilla, same, same. Only thing I <clears throat> was a little bit confused. No spoilers. Uh, because I don't know any of the characters that came out, so I'm not a big Godzilla fan. So it was like, oh, the like big like butterfly, the, like the demons, and, not yeah. the demons, but like the monsters. Yeah, I didn't know any of them, like, especially the little butterfly. Mantra. Yeah, I didn't know who the hell they were. Did you never watch it? I mean, you're like you're like from the Jurassic time. How did you not watch it? <laughs> Justin used to watch it as a kid, and yeah. then his brothers that watch hurts. it. But they're so good. <laughs> What's wrong, Alfred? Said you're from the Jurassic time, and, and you're I'm older than you. <laughs> that really hurts. Wait, who's older? I am. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't tell. You Although can't I've tell. been called king of the monsters before. So. <laughs> You're the king, I'm the god. See, we're getting ready for King Kong Godzilla. No? All right, oh, that's it. right. That's I, I've simple, always no? heard you look, go a little bananas. So. <laughs> forget it. Anyways, you want to start us off with some of our questions? We uh, <clears throat> went on Instagram today, and since it's a special Pride episode, okay. we asked our listeners slash viewers to submit some questions here. So uh, I'll leave it up to the lovely Isis here to go ahead and uh, ask away on some of the listener questions. All right. How did he come out to you? Oh, he can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think I was working at... <laughs> what did you say? I said, I will. Oh, <laughs> thought he said, you're already wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think the first time he mentioned something, we were at, I was at the swap meet. And he was at his school. I think he was staying for after-school daycare. And, and I think he called me. And he said, I have to tell you something. I said, what? And he's like, because I'm, I'm a very exciting person to speak to on the phone, by the way. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you should all call him. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> and uh, he goes, uh, I was on an Italian. I said, what? And he's like, oh, I'm bisexual. That was a lie. And then that's not what you said, though. No, but no, that but was a lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was probably the sock and the blow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was, I think, the, the, towards the ending of his eighth grade school year. And I told him, well, you know, you got to be careful because you go to a private school and, you know, there's a lot of people that will judge you there. Yeah. So I go, just 
um, you know, just stand down low for now and, you know, don't say anything because you don't know who you can trust. So he was like, okay. And I told everybody. <laughs> I didn't listen. <laughs> and then, I probably everywhere. was. It was on the school newsletter <laughs> and the school website and the school Facebook. I'm just kidding. Hey, that's a good Over. thing. <laughs> right? Free and then publicity. his ninth grade year, I think he just came up to me and just said, like, oh, uh, you know when I told you I was bi or something? And I said, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm gay. And I said, oh, okay. I'd be like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he was telling you he's bi just to process. Yeah, yeah, it was like I said, it's a soft in the butt. My brother. Yeah, it um, was like a slow little. Mm-hmm. My brother, who's actually, you know, my brother's openly gay. He came out like that, too. Um, he came out in high school to my mom mm-hmm. and he said he was bi. And then my mom's answer was, no, 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 no. You're either gay or you're straight. OK, <laughs> there. No, don't don't be stupid. OK, like she had like the worst reaction ever because of that. Other than that, she was accepting, but she's like, uh-uh, I know you're gay, okay? Don't, don't give me the whole I'm bi to soften the blow. <laughs> I, think, um, I think I already knew since he was like, because uh, I know one of the questions was, like, did I know? If anybody's wondering what all that noise is, it's, we're, it's our neighbors closing their gate. He's lying. He has a hidden body in the restroom. <laughs> Call 911. They're trying to get out. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's ever wondered where Alfred is, that's where he's at. <laughs> He's trying to break it. Alfred, get back in there. You have a microphone. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> but they asked me, um, I know one of the questions was, did I know? And I knew since he was like, I want to say what, like three years old, three or four years old? No, for real? Yeah, he used to love walking around in his mom's heels. And that's just Here's one. one. Look at me now. <laughs> he, all I would hear is click, 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 click. And I'm like, and I would tell his mom, I'd be like, oh, he sure likes walking in your heels. And she's like, oh, I think he just likes the noise. I, d- I do. I do. But. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then at that time, uh, Disney was starting to release the, the movies, the vault movies uh-huh. on DVD. So the first one they released was Snow White. So in my head, there's no such thing as uh, girl movies and boy movies in Disney. I think they're all for boys and girls. Yeah. Because, you know, you have the dwarves and the prince. Yeah. So I, ran, I bought them Snow White on DVD and he watched it and every time he would watch it he would go to his grandpa's room and get the muscle shirt or his tank top <laughs> and wear it as a as a dress Aww. and he would replay every act out every scene mm-hmm. from that Snow White so but cute. as Snow White so we're watching <laughs> him adorable. Yeah, we're sitting there me and his mom are I watching him yeah he did because every <laughs> though the part where like the tree i think right scares her yeah when she's in the in the forest yeah she's you running did not away. pretend to fall did you yeah yes he would oh, he would fall gosh. to the floor and lay down and then he would do the <laughs> every single time and i would tell his mom like okay maybe he might be and she's like no he's too young I'd have been like, he's just theatrical chick. yeah that's what she thought so when i was just like all right we'll just wait and see what happens and then I know he tried to, I think he tried to like girls for a little while, and it didn't work. And, really. But girls I are think, bitches, that's why. I think because he, <laughs> he had, like, everything in common with the girls. Yeah. <laughs> they like the same music. Yeah, basically. The same shows. <laughs> same toys. Same toys. Like, he would go to my sister. Uh, when we would go visit my dad, my sister would be there playing with Barbies, and he would be playing with the Barbies. Mm-hmm. And she oh. would have to play with Ken because he wanted to play with the Barbies. Yes. So I kind of already knew it was going to happen, but... Uh, That's going to be me and Jasara. Yeah, I just, just had to wait. <laughs> so. Play with Ken, okay. <laughs> Alfred, how would you react if if, if it would have been you in my situation and he came out and... 
I don't I don't think I'd really react negatively. I'd just be a little supportive of everything. Yeah. I've I thought at one point in time my son was and he says he isn't and I didn't really care if he was or not. It doesn't really bother me. Foremost, uh, first and foremost, he's my son. You know. Secondly, you know, I've, as a parent, I've made a commitment to support always. So, to me, you're supposed to love your kids no matter what, gay, straight. No, that's what I I don't care. That's what I've told people. I go, if people can love their kid, knowing they're a drug dealer, a murderer, a crackhead, crackhead, child (laughs) abuser, a uh, child molester, then how can you not love your son or daughter for being, you know, gay, lesbian, bisexual, exactly, whatever, you know. The you know the LGBTQ, so now we'll ask Justice. Yes. How nervous were you to come out, and what made you finally come out? Um, nervous, a little bit. Um, I think it was more because I just didn't know how to say it. Um, but I guess what made me was I just just felt like the right time. Um, but no, I just I think I just felt like it was the right time. It felt like the right thing to do. So I just went ahead, pressed the numbers, and that's it. I just called away. I can't believe it was on a phone call, but that's so funny. Like, and he told my sister first. I, I think I, I'm sorry. Like I put myself in a situation. I don't think I would directly tell my mom first. I would practice it on someone. <laughs> yeah. Reaction, baby, you know? steps, baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to see your reaction first and then we're going to. You, dip your, you dip your toe in the pool first. Check the temperature. Smart. That's why the soften the blow, I'm by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally did point That was a, dipping the C. foot. Yeah. Maybe he was worried. Maybe he also said he was by because he was worried to disappoint me and his mom and say, like, oh, you know, I still like girls, but. Unfortunately, that was not the case. <laughs> did you ever try to have a girlfriend? No. No? Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I have a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> Like, hey. <laughs> but not a girlfriend. I think at the time, too, at his high school, because it's a small charter school, I think he was the only openly gay student there for, what, the first three years that you were there? Yeah, like the first, like, yeah, the first two or so. About, I would say, yeah. How did you take to your brother? Because you said you're... I've always known. Yeah. I had always known, just like little... Okay, you didn't theatricalize Snow White, <laughs> but he would wash dishes and sing to Britney Spears, shaking his ass, moving everywhere, doing a performance to Britney Spears and Madonna. Yep. And I know he's going to kill me for it he hears this. He's Justice like, used to like Madonna, too, at a young age. Oh, so he had like, such wow. a Madonna and Britney Spears phase. <laughs> me, too. And then... What else? Uh, and he would always be around girls, always. And it's like, okay, either he's a hoe or he's gay. Like, there's something, you know. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what's wrong with washing dishes, shaking your ass to Britney Spears? No, I've he would do before. a whole performance, okay? Oh. He would stop, like, intermission and, like, just go for it. So recreate the music video? Basically, yeah. <laughs> so he didn't come out with a big old snake, did he? <laughs> no, if he could. If he would, he could, he would, too. And he would always ask my mom for, like, Barbies too, but not like Barbie yes. Barbies, but it'd be like I guess to like man it up. He'd be like, "Oh, can I like all the Kens and stuff, all like the guy ones?" You gotta get the two pack. Yeah, be like, "Oh, so you know." Have both. And he would play with us, you know, or <laughs> just he would he had like guy toys too, like Dragon Ball Z. But he, oh my God, I would pass by his room and I would hear him talking <laughs> and doing different voices in there, and I'm like, "What the fuck is in there with you?" Like, Justin did the same thing. He very used to, theatrical. I was like, "Damn." Justin is very theatrical too because he used to make us watch him perform. He would yep. come up to us and be like, Mom, Dad, you want to watch my show? You want to watch my show? And I'm like, okay. And he would do a whole one-hour I would show. sing. I would dance. You should I have been act. in Broadway. The hell? He had a you chance know, to be. I choreographed yeah, here he and did. there. He had, he drew, 
his grandpa, man, he has so much patience because he would he would oh, perform yeah. like three times a day, and he would make his grandpa. I would watch the first performance. His grandpa would have to watch all three. Yeah, because his grandpa would be like, "Okay, okay, yep. okay," mm-hmm. and there he and he would actually watch. Yeah. He While he was watching, you know, Telemundo, but still. <laughs> yes. You can sit there and watch novelas. You can sit here and watch me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's, he, he had a chance to do um, a commercial because we took him to audition for, uh, I think it was, a what was it, Jif, Jiffy it's, Peanut I Butter? I it was Skippy. Or Skippy Peanut Butter. I don't know why you thought you, I was going to say Jiffy Lube. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Hey. <laughs> and I'm, and I think I'll say that for now. a different podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alfred's a man of few words, but he's that, got the lines today. That's the more twenty-one and older one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He didn't want. He was in kindergarten. And he want, Justice did not want to do the Skippy peanut butter commercial. I don't know why. Now that I think about it, you he could have been, been a real housewife. You could have been hella famous. Yeah, I know. I don't know what I was thinking. I just wanted to be humble. Pass you. Go in the time machine. Look, bitch. <laughs> you better do that commercial. She could have been my Macaulay Culkin. Oh my god. <laughs> or the little kid from uh, Kindergarten Cop that the parents stole all his money. That would have been just. Your parents would have stolen all your money. Oh, no, no. Your dad would have stolen all your money. Yeah. I'm not going to talk anything about Cindy. That's no. why you don't make your parents your managers uh-huh. or agents or anything like that. That's why they're your parents. Oh, that's why you they told just my sister first. Parents. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to read off another question, um, which was sent in by another listener and viewer. They want to know what the difference is between a transgender, non binary, and femme. Okay. And Alfred, if you have any questions off the top of your head, please feel free to just jump ask in away. And ask away. Ask away. Um, Stuck in the bathroom, skateboarding. <laughs> um, I mean, so transgender basically is when someone doesn't necessarily feel comfortable with themselves in their body. They basically feel like the um, sex that they were assigned at birth is basically incorrect. Um, so whether it's a male wanting to be a female or a female wanting to be a male, um, it doesn't always mean that they have to fully transition, which in which basically means like you know if a man wants to be a girl, he doesn't have to get the chichis and yeah. doesn't have to do the bottom surgery and all that stuff. It just means they want to live their life that way and probably be called you know she, her, ma'am, lady, whatever. And then the same for you know women becoming men. Um, and then what was femme is. Just, it could be a male or female or somebody that's non-binary who just happens to act, you know, feminine according to, like, society's view of what feminine is. Oh. Um, so, I you never know. heard of that one, actually, mm-hmm. like, ever. I was just mm-hmm. like, So, like, um, what would be, like, an example? Um, so, femme would be, like, I don't know, um, the guys from, on that show, the Netflix show, um, what is it called? The makeover one? The queer eye. For the sure. queer eye. They most of them are probably like you know femme. They're more feminine. Yeah. Stuff like that. And like the opposite would be like mask, which is masculine, and that would just be like, I don't know, the guys you see at the gym working out or something, Ew. basically. So, <laughs> like you know, yeah, like Alfred. There you oh, go. Okay. <laughs> Alfred is very masculine. That's why he's trying yes. to break out of the restroom. Mm-hmm. And then non-binary is, um, it's just somebody who doesn't let you know the gender roles take over their life and somebody who just says like you know f what society thinks i should act like and i'm gonna do my own thing and i'm gonna be happy that way so okay mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah. like breaking the gender norms basically okay mm-hmm. then you consider yourself non-binary right yes 
Mm-hmm. So whatever mm-hmm. pronouns, I w- people always ask me at work, oh, what do you prefer? Whatever comes to mind first, you know, him, her, her whatever comes to mind first, as long as it's appropriate. You don't get offended <laughs> if like, oh, she or he, you don't get offended for either one. No. Mm-mm. Just don't call me a hoe. We're good. Uh, I say hoe yes. all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I say it just like as a thing. <laughs> I call him that at home. No, I call him slut. Mm-hmm. That's okay, That's though. That's worse. okay. That's <laughs> worse. I really think a hoe. Like, damn. I call him a slut. Yeah, a hoe gets paid. So, yeah, right? Mm, that's true. Yeah, shit. Hold me up. Fuck. It's true. It'll give Alfred ideas. <laughs> so, I've been called a hoe and a slut, but I guess it makes sense because I have got paid. Yeah, you get have. your money. Remember? You ought to satisfy your customers. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of them. Oh god! Yeah, your customers. Whoever saw like the episodes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, oh, my my customer. Oh, he stopped. He took that back. In a it's better than marking that. I guess mark me five stars or something. <laughs> the website. You have another question? Okay, hold on, because you write horrible. Hey, excuse me. All right. If you could only if this audience can only see this notebook. You'd be like, bro, the fact that she could read this, she deserves like. A Nobel Peace Prize or something. There's okay. some calligraphy going on. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have the best writing. No, in the you world. do not. I'm like I have doctor's handwriting. Chicken scratch. <laughs> My face. Like <laughs> Okay. What was the hardest lesson to learn as a father um, with your child? Ooh, damn. In this Getting community. deep, aren't you? I want I wanna really focus with you. <laughs> I wanna like take some wine and sip it and be like, What's up? I love it deep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, I think we just went 21 and over again. Now I'm awake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the... Ooh, I don't know. Um, I guess the hardest lesson to learn as a father was, um, I guess, like, you have to l- learn to be very patient with society because you don't know what society is going to say or think. Um, you also have to, like... I think you have to be a little more uh, vigilant as well. And then you just have to kind of understand, like, his his world compared to my world. Yeah. Even though it's not much difference. I mean, the only difference really is, like, who we choose to, uh, like, sleep with, I guess. But, Mine is uh, a little more fabulous. But. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. He's a little happier than I am. Just a little bit. But I think it's he... the glitter. Yeah. Yes, that's glitter. what it is. I think you just have to, you know... I worry a little more than I guess I would just because you have ignorant people out there in the world. No, exactly. I think I would worry too, only because there's such, not the word is idiotic people. Yeah, idiotic people. Very I much know. So. Um, I think Alfred too. Um, just knowing us the way he's known us, I can tell he gets a little um, worried or overprotective. Sometimes. I get defensive. Yeah. So. Get really defensive. Yeah, I think we, and I think that's an, um, something else that has, you know, I have to learn not to be as defensive, but, and what? not to be as overprotective, but it's kind of hard not to, because you kind of worry about, like we said, idiotic and Yeah, like, there's people who, who, like, hate on it, and, like, to the point where it's violent, yeah. you know, to, like, when my brother first came out, um, he had a boyfriend, and he would never, even, I think till this day, I think he finally does now. But before, it took him a while to finally hold his boyfriend's hand. Yeah. Because he didn't want to. My brother doesn't know. Well, that's understandable. He wouldn't want to, like, hold his boyfriend's mm-hmm. hand at all. And, like, I remember his boyfriend, it was a big issue. Like, his boyfriend would tell him, like, so you're ashamed of this? And he's like, mm-hmm. no, there's just a lot of stupid people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. 
It really is. Like uh, when we went to RuPaul's DragCon, like it's just like I always say, it's it's a judgment free zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I joke around about it, but like Alfred got to like, he was dancing and like that was a side of Alfred I've never really seen because here we're a little more serious. Yeah, it, it it's. I mean, you completely got me out of left field with that, and I was like, hey, you know, for me, they're just people. Yeah. Yeah. And. I think so. When you're there, you don't worry as much, but then you come out to the real world and then you just, you're looking around and seeing like, all right, who's going to be ignorant? Who's giving them dirty looks? I mean, Once I'll go you to, walk the, to the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to the, um, to the mall with him. And then sometimes I'm just like looking around and seeing like, all right, who's looking and who's trying to dog them and who's trying to start something. And, and it's funny because it's not guys that really are the ones trying to that give the dirty looks. Most of the time it's girls. Ain't that, fucking a, ain't that a shot? Yeah, girls oh and women. Bitches. I'm all mad. My friends do the same thing. Yeah. Um, always like being aware of my surroundings more so than I am myself um, in any situation. When one of my friends does the exact same thing. Melina, she does the same thing. She's yeah. always like on guard. And she'll tell me like, hey, you know, just, you know, don't, if we're in the car, you know, and somebody right next to me is just staring at me, she'll be like, don't turn around this way. Just look at me and talk to me. And I'm like, damn, I didn't even notice that. I'm like, how do you, I'm like, how do you see these things? You know, I'm over here just looking at whatever, you know, looking for clothes or whatever. And she's over here like on guard looking at everything. And I'm do, like, oh girl, I'm too busy. If you mind me asking, <laughs> do you ever feel uncomfortable when you're out and people are, st- if people stare at you, like, do you feel uncomfortable? When I notice it, because most of the time I don't. <laughs> Well, that's good. I think people notice it for me. Um, But when I notice it, I mean, not uncomfortable. It's just, I just think it's rude. And I just question people's manners and etiquette. And I just wonder who raised these people. Yeah, because my mom always told me, like, if everyone's different, don't you dare stare at Yeah, it's like you shouldn't stare at a point. I thought that was, like, taught in kindergarten, but I guess not. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like people are people. Can't do much to change them if they don't want to change. So I think it's just more of, if they can't accept me, I'm just going to accept them being the ignorant way they are and just keep it moving and keep on shopping at Forever 21 and that's it. <laughs> you know, and that leads to another question, which um, which is like, how can we change the attitudes towards like gay kids and queer folk in the community? And I so I think that how you change a lot of the negative attitude towards uh, gay kids and queer folks in the community is, I think you have to teach like tolerance and I think parents have to teach that. And, uh, but I don't think a lot of parents that don't, ac- a lot of the parents that don't accept their kids. They rub that off on their kids. Yeah, they rub it off on the kids. And it's like you guys said, okay, like your mom, she said, just because somebody's different don't, doesn't mean you should stare. Yeah, my mom has always taught us when we were kids that you know, if someone was in a wheelchair or if, if a guy, because we've saw it as a kid, a guy was just as a woman, like you don't stare. Because yeah. you are no one and nothing to judge somebody. Yeah. Unless you're going to compliment them, then that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, like, in that situation, okay, so, like, Disneyland. If, you know, you go to Disneyland and you have a lot of gay couples. And if you have, like, young kids like I do, uh, you know, and if they ask me, like, oh, Dad, why are they holding hands? Why are two guys holding hands or why are two women holding hands? I would tell them, oh, because they love each other and that's their husband or that's their wife or their boyfriend or their girlfriend. Yeah. I don't tell them, oh, it's because they're this and this and that and here and there. Now, if they're asking more than when there's a better time and a place, I'll explain to them, you know, why, you know, what gay means and what lesbian means and what bisexual and all that stuff means. But I think a lot of parents choose not to teach that. And then they get upset when schools try to teach it. 
But the, and, uh, I'm not saying that schools should teach it, but if you're not going to teach tolerance at home, somebody needs to teach tolerance. So I think that's how you change the negative attitudes. You've got to teach these kids, you know, that everybody's different, you know. Just like you teach them, like, we have people that ask, okay, well, what religion are you? Oh, I'm Lutheran. Well, what's the difference between Lutheran and Catholic? That's the same thing that parent and the way you explain it, like, you know, if, if you go up to your mom and she's Catholic and you say, well, why, you're Catholic and he's Baptist. And your mom's going to tell you the difference and she's not going to get upset, I hope. No. <laughs> but that's how I think parents need to talk to their kids. You know, hey, mom, I saw two boys today at school holding hands. Why? And instead of saying, oh, they're a bunch of, you know, you know. Beeps. Yeah, they should say, Beep. well, you know, that's, you know, two boys. They love each other. They, you know. They, that's who they chose, uh, not chose, but that's who they chose to love. Yeah. And that's how God made them, because that's how I see it. I don't think anybody, I always say this, I don't think anybody chooses to be gay, lesbian, bisexual, uh, transgender, because I don't know any guy, I know for like myself or even Alfred, that would say, oh, I'm going to choose to be gay and deal with all the hate. And, right? I think and, I, uh, I wake up and I think I'm going to be gay today. Yeah, like, and, mm-hmm. cho- and, and choose to be spit on. and. I've actually said out. I was gay just because I, I didn't like the atmosphere at the particular time. Yeah. Um, just to share something with you, I have a way younger cousin who came out to his parents. And both of his parents insisted that he wasn't. You know, and I, it annoys me again, like you say, with justice, I get very defensive and I mean, he's your son, but in a way he's my son too. You know, I've, I've known him so long that I feel that bond with him. Um, and so when my cousin, uh, came out and said, he's, you know, he's gay, his mom and dad just kept telling him, no, you're not, you're not. And I go, you know what? How do you know I'm not gay? You never tell unless I tell you. Same thing with your son. There's no difference. He's your son. There's no difference whether it's not like all of a sudden he, he, you know, he says he's gay and then something changes in him. He turns blue or, or, you know, (laughs) his hair automatically grows long or whatever the case is. He's (laughs) the same person. He turned blue and his hair. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Like Mystique, right? Uh, But no, and, and it really bugged me. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? I'm gay. And, you know, and what are you going to tell me because I'm gay? You know, and then they didn't say nothing. That Those are the people that really bug me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about educating your kids, sometimes the adults need to be educated yeah. first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Yeah, so but, it, and, but that's where I go back to. It goes down to well, it's not hereditary. Everything is just taught at home. So if, mm-hmm. if their parents were ignorant, that's going to make the kids ignorant. And then when they become adults, they're going to be ignorant. And I think... They're going to be in denial. I remember I have a, a gay uncle, and when he came out, I, I remember I was in bed. It was like midnight or 1 in the morning, and he came out to uh, my grandmother, and she screamed like he was a murderer. And it bothered me. It always bothered me because I'm like, oh, poor guy, you know. Um, he, you know it doesn't matter who he loves. He's still the same, same person. He never treated me any different just because he was uh, a gay, you know. 
You know, they make it seem like they turn into monsters like overnight or within the hour that they mention that they're gay, and that well, really can. bugs me. Divas, but <laughs> a well, hey, that's a different kind of monster, though. Yeah, he, he is a diva. Let me tell you. <laughs> one hour in the mirror, just looking at myself. <laughs> he does. It could be a little demanding sometimes. It took him an hour to get ready for this podcast. <laughs> Give or take. I hope you didn't bug him. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. I think you know, as parents, we we I think as parents. Uh, even myself, we have to look at ourselves in the mirror sometimes. Like, there's sometimes where he'll tell me things, and I do get a little uncomfortable because it's just not what I'm used to. You know, um, I'm not going to go into detail because it's a little more uh, private. But <laughs> you can use your imagination. But it does because... I was right. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because it's still, you know, you're kind of like, how do I... Like, if, okay, if he was straight and he would ask me about You can't relate girls, to the situation. Yeah, I can't. I guess it is ignorance to a point because I don't know the, the stuff, but, but I'm I willing to... It's a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of knowledge, but I'm willing to, to listen and learn. And then if I feel sometimes like I'm being too ignorant... I, I get mad at myself and I say, man, you know. But that's how you learn. Yeah. That's yeah. A, to be honest, that's how you learn. It, it's no different than, you know, um, there was an incident where when I worked for a retail place and I would bounce from city to city and then in those cities, there are diff, diff, ethnic ground, uh, backgrounds. And I would really ask, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm sorry if I offend you, but I'm really interested you know, why do you guys do this or why do you do that yeah. or what does your culture consist of? Like, what, yeah. you know, what do you normally do? And they don't take offense to it because they understand that I really want to know, yeah, you know, what goes on in their life. It's no different than anybody who's gay or a lesbian. I, I ask questions because I'm really curious as to how they live their life. Yeah. And I think that's the hard, I, I'm going to kill another question, which was the hardest lesson to learn as a father with the uh, LGBTQ uh, child is that. I think you have to learn, just like you said, you have to learn, not his culture, but just learn more about his sexuality, I guess, which is like, okay. And then try to, you know, if he has a broken heart, you have to try to adapt to it because it might be, a, you know, it's, it's different. Like you said, there's no knowledge of it and I don't have that knowledge. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe he should talk to his mom. <laughs> it's, it's like, I'll give you an example. It's I talk like, to the dog. If you have a daughter and, you know, you're a single dad, you don't know the things that she's going to go through. Like periods. Like and periods okay. and, you know, body Hormonal changes. changes yeah. and the chi-chis. So that's that what I can kind of compare it to. I'm not saying he's like my daughter, but I'm saying like when you don't know the changes or even like the sexuality stuff you feel awkward because you're like oh am i giving you the right advice or am i giving you the wrong advice or you know is this what you want to hear is this not what you want to hear but at so least you're that's, trying yeah yeah and that's what i mean when i get awkward i don't get awkward because of who he's sleeping with or who he wants to sleep with or not that i get awkward because i don't know how i'm gonna respond it's like like yeah. you said like a single father that has a daughter that doesn't know, oh, I'm, dad, I'm on my period. Uh, what do I do? Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> what do you want me to do? That's the awkwardness. Can I have one girl? Or a single mom with a, with a son, you know, like, uh, mom, um, yeah, I'm having wet dreams. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do I tell you, son? I've never gone through this. Google it. Google it. <laughs> Can I ask the internet first? <laughs> that's the internet. <laughs> Very yeah, reliable sources. Yes. So I think that's the hardest lesson to learn is just, like, how to adapt to the situation, how to be... Um, to be there more and, you know, just to understand where he's coming from and try to be understanding and patient from where he's coming from and understand he's going to make mistakes. 
which I'm sure he's made plenty. <laughs> Hannah Montana said everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. And fix it. Live by that model, y'all. Um, what do you think, Justice, is the most difficult thing to deal with today, even with a more accepting society? Mm, that's a good question. The most difficult thing. I don't know. I guess dealing with the people that aren't accepting, honestly. I mean, at work, I have, you know, thank thank God I have a great team that I work with. I have great coworkers. And most of the guests that enter the store are really great. You know, they compliment here and there. They, they don't mind asking me for help, whatever. But you get a couple people that, you know, are rude, stare a little bit. Um, and, of course, you know, I can't say anything. I love my job. I don't want to lose it. But I think it's just learning how to, I guess learning how to have that, you know, that thick skin, how to kind of be strong in those moments, yeah. you know, and not run to the restroom and cry. Um, but, you know, I think it's just more or less, yeah, learning how to be strong, I guess, when it comes to people who aren't accepting, you know. And that's there's always going to be one person yeah. who just doesn't support you or isn't accepting. And you just have to learn how to, how to cope with it, more or less, and just hope that they, you know, come around or something like that. Yeah, I mean, not everyone's going to love you, but that's everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because people think that, um, I mean, we are more accepting, but there's, like I said, you go to the mall and then I'm thinking like, you know, you see like this hardcore gangster just walking and you think like, oh man, he's going to give my son the dirtiest look in the world. And most of the time they just walk by like, meh. Mm. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, I've seen it. And then you get the girls that you think like, Oh, she's going to be cool with it and whatever. I don't have to worry about her. And nope, they're the ones that are just staring all the time, like from head to toe, like, okay. And I'm like, why? You know what? Jealous much, bitch? <laughs> I, I told a lady that once. I go, don't be jealous because my son looks more beautiful than you do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I take two hours to put this makeup on. Yeah, you know. like, bitch, your shadow can never be like this. Okay? <laughs> it's don't just, it, everybody gives a different reaction, honestly. I mean, you can never you know really look at somebody and be like okay this is the reaction they're gonna give because you know like you said somebody that looks like a gangster that looks like they're gonna like the manliest man that you see can have a more positive reaction than you know some lady who looks like she'll be accepting who looks like she'll be cool with it she could just be the just nastiest person ever so it's like you can't really judge you know, based off somebody's appearance and be like, okay, they're going to be ignorant. They're not, yeah. you know, because you never know. You you really never know. Somebody's the manliest man of the Cholo could be gay too. Yeah. Exactly. So you We've seen know. a few at RuPaul's DragCon yeah. where we were just like, no way. wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you never know. You, <laughs> you, you, you really it, can't judge a book by its cover. It is the truth you really because can. I saw guys that look like they hit the gym every single day and they are like the biggest bodybuilders in the world man. and when you look at them and i think alfred said the same thing we look at them and we're like wow they're ho-, and he's holding hands with another guy that looks exactly the same big old bodybuilder and you're like wow they're i never if i would so see cute. him <laughs> yeah i thought it was really cool that they were walking around holding hands but you don't expect it yeah if i would have seen them if I would have seen one of them just in the street, I would be like, oh, this guy has to have 50 girls after him. I would say, like, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would. does. And then I saw, for the first time, not, not the cat guys, but I've never seen, I guess what they call them, paisas? With, yeah. like, the, the hat, the cowboy hats. Yeah. And- Ranchero? Yeah. I had <laughs> never seen 
a, 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 a gay bison. And They're out there. Yes. I was Hit like, me up Whoa. if you're out there. <laughs> I, I even told Alfred, I go, this was the <laughs> first time I've seen this. I go, we got to mark this down on the calendar. So it's true. You can't judge a book by its cover because mm -hmm. these are guys that you would see in the street and you'd be like, oh, they have to have about 50 girls chasing them or this guy has to have a girlfriend or this guy comes from the from a, uh, a hardcore Latino family that, you know, that doesn't accept it. Oh, yeah. Go and to church next, every Sunday. Yeah. And then next thing you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, next thing you know, there he is walking around with his, uh, his boyfriend. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. You know? It's Except, true. And Justin's still trying to hook me up somehow. So I'm trying to find him a sugar daddy, okay? It's the goal. So that all y'all can be supported. Uh -uh. <laughs> you can live your Broadway dreams. Yes, please. All right. That meant, this goes for everybody. I'm sure we all have friends and family. What is the greatest or your favorite thing about the LGBTQ community? So since your brother is, is openly gay, uh -huh. what's your, I'm sure you've been with friends of his and, or uh, his boyfriend's friends, or is there something like, what's your favorite thing about the, the community? If you've experienced that. That anything? you can be yourself. You can be completely yourself and not be judged. Like it's like hanging around with, with, you know, I don't want to say completely gay people, but like in that community, you know, you can tell them everything and they're going to look at you like, uh-huh, boo, you keep telling me what's up. Like, you're not going to feel, you feel no type of judgment. Like, and I love that because yeah. nowadays, like, shit, everyone judges your ass. Yeah. yeah. Alfred, you uh, were at RuPaul's Drag. What was your favorite part? I don't know. I guess everybody was happy and it made me really happy. Yeah. And the reason I mentioned RuPaul's Drag Con, that was Alfred's. First time being part of like a big LGBTQ yeah. environment, that yeah. especially that big, because it is a, a mm -hmm. huge thing. It's not like I always tell people they automatically <laughs> think when you go to the RuPaul's Drycon, it's going to be this big orgy, <laughs> I think. Just a bunch of dirty dirtiness. Yeah. And, and I, it's the opposite. We got a kid section. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I, a I, they had yeah. a bouncy house for the kids. Yeah. That is so cute. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, family was, friendly. You had a lot of, uh, 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 13, 14 year olds. Yeah, you drive. see a lot of young boys. It's uh, a lot of opportunity for young people to be themselves and meet people who right. inspire them to be themselves as well, yeah. which is why I think it's so great. And that's why when I say RuPaul, that's why I asked Alfred, what was his favorite thing? Because unless I'm wrong, I think that's his first time being in such a big LGBTQ. In a big crowd like that, yeah. So what was your favorite part? Like I said, a lot of people. I want to say 99.9% .9 of people there were really happy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm normally a very content person, but that made me really happy. And, you know, I was I was more happy that everybody was just themselves. I could be just myself. You know, like you mentioned, I was dancing and, you know, we were just having a good time. It just seemed like a regular party to me. Yeah. And, and that's what I really liked about it. Uh, and yours? Um, Justice. I forget some people will listen to it on audio, so I should say names. My bad, guys. <laughs> My favorite part? I don't know. I think it's... I or don't know. Well, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really hang around that many people who are part of the community in that sense. Mm -hmm. I hang around a lot with my girlfriends, my little five, well, how about five like, to seven little girlfriends. But You've been to like the Long Beach Pride. You've yeah. been to RuPaul's DryCon. What's been your favorite thing when you go to the Pride and you go to um, the, the DryCon? I think it's sexy. <laughs> getting to dress up for sure is always fun, you know, expensive but fun. 
Um, yes, he owns every damn piece of makeup Jeffree Star has made. By oh, way. but there's so shout out amazing. to Jeffree Star. Yeah, <laughs> they're great. Yes. Um, I I think just being around your type of people, you feel more comfortable, safe, and I think just welcome, even if it's just for a couple hours. It's it's the best feeling. Everybody I work asks me, "Did you have fun? What's your favorite part? What's your favorite part?" And I'm like, just feeling comfortable, just feeling like not judged, not stared at for the wrong reasons. Um, and just seeing other people, you know, be happy and be able to be themselves freely without being judged as well. And then, yeah, just being in that mostly positive sort of environment. I think that's my favorite part too. I've only been, I didn't get to go to Long Beach Pride. I didn't get to, um, I think the only other time I've done RuPaul's Dry Con already three years in a row. Three years. Yeah. I ended up checking out the wrong people all the time. (laughs) <laughs> I forget where I'm at. <laughs> Sometimes I question myself when you see. Um, but but you know I've told a couple of uh, of the queens when they're all dressed up and everything. I do tell them I go, oh, you're very beautiful with you know, and they always think I always tell them like you know hopefully that's not like uh, insult. And they're like, no, that's the greatest compliment mm-hmm. you can give us. So I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I've gone to a couple of Madonna concerts, which is how I found out Madonna was the gay queen. Um, you didn't know that. I, I did not. Yeah. I always wonder why my uncle had that big Madonna poster in his room. Now it all makes sense. Um, yeah, we I, love her. Yeah, I think I feel the same way Alfred does, which is you can go out and be a different person without being judged. I think you don't have to worry about like, you know, being judged and being looked at. Yeah. For you know, if I want to go out there and be the worst dancer in the world in in the middle of the yeah, dry con. Like, yeah! We're going to cheer you on and snap our on. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to wear the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a heavy Space. guy. I want to wear a tight shirt. And I, that's the one place where I think we can go and not worry about somebody saying like, oh my God, look at that fat guy wearing a tight shirt. I think Mm-mm. they'll be like, oh my, you rock it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like you do you, boo. Yeah, you do you. So I think that's my favorite, my favorite thing. And I think if it wasn't for... My uncle, uh, being who he was, he never, like I said, he never changed. You know, I, the only thing I feel bad for him about is that I think um, he's the way that he has, like, he gets angry a lot because I think he was never fully accepted by the family. But for me, he's never changed. He's always been the guy that's always cared for me. Even to this day, he still talks to me like I'm 10 years old, <laughs> you know, and well, not he talks to me and cares for me like I'm still that same 10-year-old, you know, that he took care of from the day I was born until I was, like, 13. Um, so that makes me, I think that helped me kind of open my eyes. And then having my son introducing me to, like, the dry con and, and watching RuPaul's. And funny fact, I, I actually saw RuPaul's Drag Race before he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I, I, I started watching it, too. I knew who RuPaul was. I was flipping the channels. And I was, because I was uh, home early one day before, uh, before I, I didn't have a job. So I would just stay home and I would flip the channels and I was like, oh, what's this? RuPaul's Drag Race. So I honestly thought it was going to be RuPaul. In a car. In a car. <laughs> drag racing. For NASCAR. Yeah. And I turned out it was completely different. And I watched it. was more entertaining. So I think my favorite was uh, Jade. Was yeah, it? Jade. Jade. Sotomayor, right? Yes. And then after that. We, uh, I stopped watching, and then he got into it, and uh, mm-hmm. I, the first one I guess I had a crush on after Jade was uh, be, uh, no uh, Blair St. Clair. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Blair. I love, I'm still waiting for her to call me. 
And uh, and then it was then we watched back old seasons, and then it was uh, Adore. Mm-hmm. And then this year, on season eleven, it was uh, uh, Scarlet. Scarlet. We got to meet, uh, Bianca Del Rio. Yes. Who is cons- um, yes, yeah. who's considered like the, My the drag queen of uh, the Joan Rivers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, drag queen <laughs> version mm-hmm. of Joan My Rivers. Brother loves her. Oh, mm-hmm. but who I really got to meet, and I gotta give her a shout out, and I think um, she shows. She showed him a lot of love when they first met, and my wife and my family was uh, Coco Peru. Yes, Coco Peru. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, she, you have to look, look her, her up on, on YouTube. YouTube. She's got the funniest. Uh, Some of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my life. What's her saying though? Uh, um, that bothers me. That bothers me. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. And then if if you ever want to see her in a movie, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, watch uh, Tu Wong Fu. Mm-hmm. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, Julie Newmar yeah. with, with Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze. Oh. Uh, Wesley Snipes, and John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. Oh, She's and Rizzo from Greece. Yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't know what the movie was called, but yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking she's about. She's in the first, like in the first when they're doing the big pageant. Yeah, so she's mm-hmm. like in the first when RuPaul minutes. comes out too. So I, I oh, okay. I want to thank uh, Coco mm-hmm. Peru because she, well, all the the queens we've met at DragCon have been great, but yes, I I want to thank sure. Coco Peru because she's oh and Bible Girl. Mm-hmm. But Coco Peru, because she's always, every time we've said hi to her or anything, she makes you feel like family. It's genuine. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I tweet her, and she's always sending love to me and the family. So if it, I always thank her. I think she's a great inspiration for a lot of the kids and even young, young and adults old. in the LGBTQ community. I also want to give a shout-out to uh, Fred Rosser, Darren Young, for those that don't know. Uh, for his block to hate, except for Alfred, because he's his, he's uh, Alfred's bad luck charm. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, every time Alfred Sorry, works, Darren, with, but you are. every time Alfred works with him, he breaks up with his girlfriend. <laughs> 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 so uh, There's always drama with me with him around. Bible girl too. Uh, funny story. I think, and he should say it, but I know there was a, a with he made him and my wife actually made her cry. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Talk. Um, so the first year that we went to DragCon, um, Bible Girl is more, she hasn't been on the show yet, but, um, she's pretty big on the internet, uh, on Twitter, YouTube and all that, all the good stuff on Instagram and everything. And so I knew her from social media. So I was really excited to meet her and she was really sweet, even to this day, very genuine. Um, and most of the queens that I've met with my mom are really surprised to see a mother what, 17 at the time i think so yeah. yeah are they're always surprised to see like a mother with their child there especially like at my age um and so she was really surprised but in the sense of like you know it was very like you know i wish i could have had that growing up and so she was really happy to meet my mom and they really connected really really well and they just had like a very genuine moment like a full-blown conversation about everything and so ever since then um i became a bigger fan and my mom's like loves her thinks that she's super gorgeous and we couldn't meet her this year but next year that's the goal is to meet her again so and they make it Mm -hmm. a goal to meet her every to say hi every year every year that we go i have to take a picture at least (laughs) and then you know this is where i go back to this i know this episode wasn't as comedic as usual but uh, i bring me back (laughs) you go back to what we said about tolerance, even with a more accepting society, it's really sad to hear. And if you ever get a chance, if you want to know more about the LGBTQ community, you should watch like RuPaul's Drag Race because 
There's you, a lot of stories on there. A lot of stories. And it, I mean, I've gotten emotional just hearing how some parents have kicked them out in the street, how some parents just don't even talk to them anymore. Uh, they don't want anything to do with them. And it's heartbreaking because, I, like I said earlier when we started, if you can love your son being a child molester, a rapist, a murderer, how can you not love your son or daughter for loving who they love or feeling who the being themselves being themselves? Uh, you know, you see all these kids. It, 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 I know for me, and I told Alfred, it, it made me so happy to see parents walking with their with a, uh, their their son that might have a little five, uh, not a five year old, but eight year old or ten year old that maybe they don't feel like they should be a boy, and they they want to be a girl. And you see parents supporting that, mm-hmm. and that's what matters. Support. It's really cute. Yeah, it's the. There's nothing like loving your kid. And like I always tell everybody, they always ask me like, oh, well, you know, being gay is a sin and, and this and that and here and there. But I say, you know what, maybe when they ask me like oh, about me accepting my son, I said, have you guys ever thought about it that maybe God is testing me and his mom to see if we can love our son no matter what? Because, and this is not to get religious, but if you read the Bible, it says you have to love your your son or daughter no matter what. And not to judge. And not to judge. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's out there wondering about like how religion in, in, uh, affects my love for my son, it doesn't because at least when I die, and I've told this to Alfred, when I die and God asks me, did, did you love your son, whether he, lo- whether he was gay, straight, bi, or whatever, I'm, I can say yes. How many parents can say the same thing when they die? And that's what make, gets me through the day. I, I wish I was more like my wife because I feel my wife is a little more um, uh, understanding, I guess. <laughs> um, my mom just doesn't care. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's not that I don't. It's not I that I care. I just wish that I, like I said, I wish I had a little more knowledge. And so I learn every day. I try to learn every day and every day. And I try to spend time with him. If you ever want to know more about the um, community, like I said, watch RuPaul's uh, Drag Race. Uh, also watch... Um, Oh, what's the movie we watched uh, with Sigourney Weaver? Um, oh, the Lifetime movie? Yeah. Uh, Prayers for Bobby. Watch Y'all can get that Bobby. on Amazon Prime if or you, YouTube. If you don't have a tissue, make sure you have a box of tissue with you. Yes. And You're going to cry like five times. Yes. And so watch those two things. You will learn a little more. Just go on, go on Google, honestly, yeah. if you're in curious or anything like that. And I don't think it's easy having a brother because you uh, that's gay because of the same thing. You worry about him every single day i'm sure that he steps foot out the out of the house yeah i did i worried more when i was younger because you know and i felt really bad that i felt like he you know he didn't want to hold his boyfriend's hand or you know he would act a certain way like outside of our house you know but my brother's been very always been very private about like who he is if that makes sense like he it's one of these where he's like, he will not tell you straight up he's gay. Like, until you're like, you ask him, he'll be like, yeah, I'm gay. But yeah. he's not going to, like, let you know until yeah. you ask. Yeah. Would, you know. I'm the same way. Nobody I, has to ask me. They already know. <laughs> <laughs> you can just like a lot of colors, okay? What? Yeah. <laughs> this whole time? I did not know. I don't think Alfred mm-hmm. knew either. I think what? in high school, only one person gay. ever asked yeah, me. <laughs> no, I'm saying right now, you didn't know he was gay, right? Oh. <laughs> I mean, you can just like a lot of colors for all yeah. I damn know. Yeah. Only yeah. one person in high school? Yeah, only one. Wow. You're gonna be like, yeah. about and it was probably just because I didn't talk. <laughs> Once I talked, they were like, oh, yeah, we see it. We see it now. Uh, well, I hope this episode, if you're a youngster listening or watching, I hope this episode helped. Uh, if you, if, uh, 
you know, parents, if you're watching, my advice to you as parents is be understanding, be uh, accepting, love your son or daughter, no matter what, because at the end of the day, would you rather them be, you know, be with you or would you rather be, you know, not knowing where they are at all times? Uh, try to understand their lifestyle and try to learn more about their lifestyle. Uh, brothers, sisters, the same thing. Try to understand more and listen more. And you youth that maybe don't know how to come out, you know, find somebody to talk to. You know, like he said, he talked to his friends. He talked to my sister. I wasn't angry that he talked to my sister because I was like, at least he had somebody that he can, that he can go to and trust and, mm -hmm. you know. And if you know if you don't have anybody, find somebody. Tweet him, you know. <laughs> Instagram me. Instagram him. It's uh, I'll answer eventually. At silicone <laughs> underscore Barbie. Yeah, silicone S I L I C O N E underscore Barbie. Yep. Or you can you know tweet mm -hmm. any of us or mm -hmm. Instagram any of I'm us. I'm there, y'all. Uh, Alfred, just just know that you're never alone, and and it's yes. it's not a bad thing to be gay or lesbian. It's it, mm -hmm. it's not. It's mm -mm. I, I can't it's tell fun. you how many times I've been angry with parents because. You know, I hear something on the news that some kid hung himself because his parents weren't accepting of yeah. him being gay or they drugged themselves or did something to themselves. Yeah. They're people. Yep. And yeah. that doesn't only go for parents. That goes for classmates. Coworkers. Coworkers. Uh, random just pedestrians. Random people. <laughs> the looks you give, the words you say is powerful. And mm -hmm. you don't know what that person's going through. So, you know, hopefully this episode made you guys be a little more tolerant, mm -hmm. a little more understanding, a little, a little more, more accepting, a little more open-minded. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I want to say thank you to Alfred, who uh, I think we'll let him out of the restroom now. <laughs> 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 I'll open it for you. Don't worry. And of course, I want to thank my son, Justice. Maybe if you guys give him a lot of positive reviews, maybe we'll come back. <laughs> Y'all know y'all want me back. Now you can see him outside of this topic on the hey. other show. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, for those of y'all that say I'm going to hell, I'll see y'all there, baby. I'll, I'll see y'all there. Seat. Sitting on the throne, bitch. I'll see y'all there, full, full glam and all. <laughs> and, of course, I want to say thank you to the lovely Isis. Say hi to your brother. I will. And come on, we love him. And, uh, and now you know why nobody listens to David. <laughs>